Hello guys, you're listening to Walking Russian. My name is Nikolai Sirov. I'm Ukrainian Catholic living in Moscow, Russia, and this is a podcast about the Catholic Church in Russia. I normally record it in the mornings on my way to the office. Thanks for joining me today, and I hope you'll enjoy this one. Good morning, guys. I'm back from the hectic holiday break, which felt like the shortest Christmas break ever. Um, so now I'm back to work and I'm back on track with this little walking Russian podcast. And I have some news to share. First of all, I've come up with my own New Year's resolution that um, has to do both with a spiritual aspect and the physical one. Uh, and it's based on the program, uh, an existing program that is called Exodus 90, and you can check it out online, it's quite cool. For the next, uh, uh, let me break it down for you, for the next 90 days, I'm reading the book of Exodus every day, literally every day, and I'm, mm, I'm going to try to think it through and reflect on it, uh, and also, I gave up on so many things, uh, like I gave up on drinking alcohol and sweet drinks, I gave up on watching TV and movies, I gave up on uh, listening to any music, like any music, except for the music that sort of elevates my prayer life and helps me to reflect on the gospel. I gave up on going to on social media, except for work purposes and I also gave up on eating sweets and munches so yeah it, it proves to be tough already but hopefully I'll be able to make it through and make it justice uh, we'll see how it goes also here's uh, some political news uh, from Russia you might have heard about Alexei Navalny who's really the main figure in the Russian politic uh, opposition. So recently he was turned down, meaning that he was banned from running for the office in 2018. So now, with Mr. Putin having confirmed his candidacy, Ksenia Sobchak kind of popped up out of uh, scratch, really, uh, and nobody expected this to happen. And she sort of took... Navalny's place and became the only famous, I should say, person that allegedly is opposition-minded. But really no one knows that for sure. Um, but you get what you get in the end of the day. Uh, so she opened her headquarters, um, like her main office, in our building, like literally next door to my office. And believe it or not, the main crowd I constantly see there is kids, like teenagers. And they all seem very cool, but also it feels not very serious, to be honest. Uh, but at least now I feel like I'm literally amidst the some kind of a political upheaval, and for some reason it sometimes makes me feel like I'm 18 again. Anyway, there's one topic that I wanted to expand on here a bit for this episode, and it's about converts in the Catholic Church. 
I am a convert. So I consider myself someone who came from outside. I wasn't brought up in the Catholic tradition. I wasn't nurtured by the gospel. But still, I feel at home in my church. I consider my parish my family and I'm as Catholic as all Catholics are, I think. Uh, but what I know for sure is that I do not want to see my family being split into two separate camps over the issue of conversion, which is sometimes the case. Uh, whether someone in my parish is, uh, is a born Catholic or a convert, I totally dismiss. I, I, I consciously choose to, to, to totally dismiss that point because it has nothing to do with what that person, with what defines that person. And conversion story may be a great topic for a friendly chat, for a table talk, but it cannot be a vital source of one's faith. It may be a trigger, though, and as converts we come from all over, but once we crossed the border, we are Catholics, and it is that simple, and it is, in a way, it reminds immigration. Uh, what do I mean by that? Um, just like the US is the country of immigrants, the Catholic Church is the church of religious immigrants. Um, so, let me explain my point here. First, Christians fled Jewish tradition or pagan tradition. And same applies to our days. Protestants, Muslims, atheists, agnostics and whatnot, we all flee these uh, particular belief systems that fail to support us and our relationship with God and other people. We as converts might even feel our presence in the Catholic Church is finding an asylum, especially in the first year or two, and there's nothing wrong with that. Church is indeed the asylum. Whether you are running from sins or from any kind of discomfort or discouragement, the Catholic Church will embrace you and make you feel safe and at home. Oh, at least it should. I mean, St. Paul was a convert. We do know his background story, but that is not what defines him for us, right? That background story is not what we know St. Paul for. We know him for what had been done after his conversion. And there's this quote by Cheston. The mark of the faith is not tradition, it is conversion. And obviously he is not referring to sacred tradition but to human traditions. Catholicism is, um, is a constant conversion and has always been. And um, just like with everything else, religious immigrants tend to bring their cultural backgrounds with them and contribute. That's what it is, a, a, a contribution, not an invasion. There's no room for a competition between different backgrounds. It's like a competition between water and flour. It doesn't make any sense, because they are different things in the first place. However, when they meet, and this is what uh, 
This is interesting. When they meet water and flower, they become one thing naturally and inevitably. So you cannot tell anymore where is flower and where is water. They died to become one body. There's no separate convert land inside of the Catholic Church for a convert to fit in. And uh, here's another quote, it's by David Gibson. He said, um, he wrote this in the Wall Street Journal Opinion page in 2011. Whether converts do that better than cradle Catholics, or whether, as is often the case, that is a distinction without a difference, both categories of believers are bound by the same vocation. Both are as responsible for the success or failure of the church's witness. My conversion is not a flag to stream on every corner. That is God who became my flag, and there is enough room for everyone to stand under it united. And that's about it. Thanks for sticking around. I hope your new year has started well. And yeah, take care guys.